Welcome to another episode of the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. I am your host, the Ultimate One, coming to you live from New York City on a rainy night. Um, we are going to go through the AEW Dynamite review, also slash the full gear pay-per-view that's coming up on Saturday. Since I'm not going to have time to do an AEW review or AEW full gear review, so we're doing both of them tonight together. Um, so give you my 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 opinions and my facts on on some of the matches that happened last night and what's gonna lead to the pay-per-view coming up. Um, the show pretty much was open up real good and um, the first match of the night was Pac versus Trent from um, best friend uh, the match pretty much you saw Pac dominating most of the match outside the ring at one point he he threw uh, he threw uh, Trent against the the barricades not once but twice, and that looked it looked like it hurt. It, this guy he took a bad uh, bump on that on the railings. He also at one point Park went and slammed Trent's head on the ramp. He landed real real bad. Park was just was showing the fans um, last night that hey you could say Park sucks, but I'm gonna show you what I got. And he pretty much was just dominating most of the match outside. At one point, he went into the ring and he did a, a, a suicide dive from over the ropes onto Trent and landed on his feet. Uh, you know, pretty much, Pac was like dominating this match. And then all of a sudden, Orange Cassidy decides to enter the ring and he was giving um, Pac those uh, extremely super kicks as if hilarious um kicking uh, park here there people were really into it the fans were loving it uh but park was not playing when he ended up kicking the glasses off orange cassidy he kicked him so hard he uh pretty much um fell outside the ring trent then took control of the match he did a suicide dive on on park outside the ring um he he pretty much um it pretty much was returning the favor to Pac for what he did to him outside. He did almost the same thing. Um, and um, Pac was, you know, was hurting bad. And then um, he even speared Pac outside. Um, he hit Pac with a lariat. I mean, it was like a devastating, devastating DDT in the ring that Pac sold it beautifully. I mean, he sold it beautifully. But Pac, while he was outside, he pretty much get, grabbed Trent and gave him a brain buster outside of the ring. Most of this match was outside the ring. Uh, pretty much, Pac was dominating. Every time Trent went outside to do a... Was outside with Pac, Pac was dominating. And I think the only time that uh, Trent pretty much was in some type of control was when he did the suicide dive on, on Pac and then he speared him. But then most of the match it was like... Pac was dominating this most of the match. He hit, um, he hit uh, Trent with the black arrow, um, and then the referee went to count a three count. He hit one, two, and it looked like it was going to be three, but Trent never pulled his shoulders up. It should have been a three. So the referee botched this match. He didn't went and count the three. Um, it looked real bad. I mean, I was like, what the hell? But then Pac came and ended up putting the brutalizer on on Trent and Trent passed out but they bossed this match 
what referee, what, I don't know, what was he thinking? What was he smoking or whatever? He did not count to three. That should have been a three count. He should have just gave it right side. It's a three count. You're not going to use the brutalizer, blah, blah, blah. And and I was just like in shock. I was like, I had to rewind it like two or three times to make sure that Trent did push his, his shoulder up or not. But he didn't. He didn't. He did not um, bring his shoulders up. So that means that these guys most likely did not go over the match like they were supposed to. All the referee messed up. Either one. Somebody messed up in this match. And it was horrible. It was just looked bad. Uh, after that, um, Pac did a promo calling out Hangman. Telling Hangman, on Saturday, I'm going to embarrass you. And you're going to know what I'm all about. So I see Hangman losing to Pac again. Which adds to the... Um, storyline with Hangman. We'll be right back. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimal listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And we're back. Now, going back to what the first match that I just went through, like I said, this is the AEW Dynamite Review slash Full Gear Review. So all the matches that happened last night, I'm going to give you what is my opinion of what may happen in Full Gear. And like I said, uh, pro, uh, Pac did a promo which he pretty much told Hangman he's going to show him that he's a loser I could see Hangman losing again to Pac for the simple fact if you guys been following being the elite he um, is looking like he looks like he's going to turn heel we don't know when uh, and he looks like he's frustrated ever since he lost to Master Jericho at All Out um, so it looks like it's going to be some type of heel I don't know when it may be the beginning of next year something's going to hit but I can't see Pac losing because Pac is the hottest guy right now beside Moxley that you may not want to make him lose. You know, this guy, Pac is a great wrestler. He's hot right now. He was hot for two years outside the Indies. This guy is hot. But then Cody came and did the announcement, which I was I call one of the greatest promos in the business today. Cody pretty much said about Jericho calling him a millennial bitch about Jericho saying that uh, Cody Rhodes had a silver spoon in return Jeric- uh, Cody Rhodes said that just because he didn't ring Lioness or Lion's Tamer from the book that Co- um, Jericho wrote that you could find at Amazon for three bucks he kind of like did a cheap pop and kind of messed talking about that his book is not worth nothing it's only three bucks so pretty much his announcement was that if he loses to Jericho, he will not challenge for the championship ever again. And he called Jericho a stupid dick because Jericho saying that Cody Rose having a silver spoon being that he is the son of the American dream. We not let's not forget that Jericho, his father, is a hockey player, Hall of Fame hockey player. He played for the um, the New York Rangers back in the 60s, and he called him a stupid dick. Uh, it was a great speech. It's one of the uh, people were in in social media saying that 
it went as far as one of his father's best um, promos, which it was time. And to me, that Dusty Rose promo is one of the, the best, not, if not the number one promo ever done in the business of pro wrestling. His son does very good promos. I loved it. It was a lot of energy. It was a lot of passion into it. It was great. But after that, we had SCU come out, and they were uh, they come they came out with the belts, and they were going to do commentating with uh, Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone and Excalibur. So it was like a five-man crew. Then we had the Dark Order versus the Private Party. The winner of this match gets to get involved in a three-way match that's going to happen at um, Full Gear. So, uh, but in this match, Dark Order attacked Mark Quinn right away in the beginning of the match, and they dominated most of the match. Um, they tried to do the uh, the fatality move on one of the Private Party guys, but... Um, yeah, I think uh, Cassidy was the one who was going to be victimized of that, but he got stopped by Mark Quinn. Uh, Mark Quinn decided to do his moves. He pretty much, uh, at one point, he did a body block for a two count. Uh, Grayson, um, one point, that private party tried to uh, do a, a double team of Stu Grayson, but Stu Grayson, this guy is great. As, as part of this tag team, he's a great guy. Uh, not to not to not give the credit to uh, Dark Uno, who's a big guy. He can move also. But Stu Grayson and Dark Uno are a good tag team. But Grayson ended up being double teamed. But then he double kicked Private Party. It's like a double uh, drop kick like. Um, he did uh, at one point. Stu Grayson hit a cannonball splash. It was just like incredible. Um, on I think it was on um, Mark Quinn. But Private Party ended up catching um, Stu Grayson in the corner. Uh, they hit the uh, cutter. Uh, Stu Grayson, which is pretty much it was like a hunakarana. And then it turns out to a, a cutter when... Um, oh my God, what's the other guy? Uh, not Mark Quinn. But and it, uh, Cassidy hit the cutter uh, Grayson and, and for the victory. And then after that, they had the... Uh, <clears throat> they looked like SCU went into the ring showing the belt lucha brothers showed up so that looks for prop full gear will be a three-way tag team for the tag for the tag team belts on full gear which will be lucha brothers private party and stu for the world tag team titles i do not see stu losing those belts right away um there could be a disqualification there could be something who knows another teammate came in hydro too might come in there uh the PMP, power, power, proud and powerful, may come in and interfere in that match. A lot of things can happen in that, but I do not see SEU losing the belts in this match. We'll be right back. And the next, um, the next thing that happened after the show was a Jericho promo, which is kind of funny. Uh, the promo was kind of a, uh, uh, uh kind of a. It was like a funny version of what they did about Cody Rose and Brandy Rose as Cody Rose was sitting in the kitchen. Brandy Rose was talking about all the things they're going through, whatever. So Jericho did something similar to that, but it was like more of a joke type of thing, like comedy. And it started over Sammy Guevara showing champagnes, a little bit of the bubble, like Jericho called it, and showing him which uh, champagne had the most calorie, which wasn't. And uh, Jericho just said, yeah, I'll take that one. He ended up kissing uh, Sammy Guerrero in the forehead, just like 
Cody Rose did a couple of weeks with Brandley, and then they show uh, some um, lady. Actually, no, they actually show first somebody claiming that Jericho. He knows Jericho since he was 12, and he knows, and it was all of a sudden was Virgil out of nowhere, Virgil. And it was funny because the people, you know, Virgil, he's been a guy that's been known to be in in, in wrestling events and sitting down um, and and tables trying to get money for, like, trying to get autographs to sell his autographs but so it was funny to see that and then Ortiz says uh, at one point after Santana said that um, that Cody didn't was not gonna was not gonna beat uh, Jericho Ortiz came out of nowhere and said to the effect of hey Cody you just a boy you don't have a hair in your chest I found this hilarious it was it was hilarious and then Chris um Chris um, had an uh, old lady in there that was supposed to be uh, an old friend of his aunt who was praising Chris Jericho. Uh, Sammy even went, Sammy Guerrero said that Jericho was the youngest AEW champion. I cannot, I could have not stopped laughing on that one. That was hilarious. And then they showed Jake Hager. Hager just had this look like he, like he didn't want to be there. Uh, then um, Chris Onfred said that Jericho uh, is going to kick the shit out of Cody, that which I cannot stop laughing because only he said this. And then Jericho pretty much said that um, he he needs you know that the day of the fight that Cody is gonna be um, doing his business run whatever, and him all he has to worry about that day of the of the, of the match is you know if he could get a little bit of the bubbly, which is hilarious. The whole promo the whole video was great because Jericho again five star when his promos this guy is off the hook and I I I, I, I commend him for his great work this guy is does not disappoint Jericho has evolved to a point that I have not seen this in years so then we had J, uh, James Hader, Jamie Hader versus Emi Sakura versus Shana and Riho and this match Sakura uh, uh, took a shortcut by attacking um, Riho and Shana, uh, and pretty much Sakura was type of dominating most of the match. Was uh, she had Riho and working, um, was pulling her hair, dragging her all over. But at one point, Riho and Shana was started working real good together. Um, then after that, Hater came in. She pretty much started dominating Riho. Shana got the tag in. She was being aggressive against Hater. Um, she even did a, a top row dive on the outside against Sakura and uh, Hater. Uh, but at the end, uh, we know um, Sakura ended up pinning Riho. So Sakura, Emi Sakura, it was, was supposed it is supposed to have a title shot on full gear for the AEW Women's title, and she pinned the champion last night. So that's not good because. You know that could mean there could be a change of, of of the championships coming up this Saturday in Baltimore on Full Gear, guys. So we'll see what happens. We'll be right back, and we're back. Then the next batch was the Brandon Cutler versus Sean Spear. I was very surprised to see Sean Spear on TV. I haven't seen Sean Spear on TV in God knows how long. But this match again, Brandon Cutler, he's just a jobber. I don't know. I feel kind of bad for him. But then again, this guy has two contracts. He does the videos for uh, the um, the All Elite 
uh, being the elite and he also does all the i guess the camera work when they do all these little stuff um aew dark and all that stuff but then again he's just jobbing to all out of wrestling he jobbed and last night color was dominating early in the match uh, uh but then tuli blanchard with sean spears corner he distracted sean and and then it's uh that's when sean caught color outside started throwing him in the barriers color uh was doing a lot using a lot of fly, flying moves but then spears caught him with a death valley driver and then he looked like he was gonna do uh, i believe it was another death valley driver or something and joey janela came in for the save so it looks like now sean spear will be wrestling joey janela coming up on on saturday at full gear then they did a kenny and mox promo the kenny and mox promo pretty much shows uh kenny talking about oh you know i'm gonna you know you feel like you're uncomfortable and those this is when this is what you're all about your mox is just a you know extreme wrestler this and this and that this match is going to be pretty good i could see it happening it's a lights out match coming up at full gear with um kenny omega and john moxley it's not going to be good for the heart who knows it's going to be bloodshed or who knows it's going to happen but then the main event came up which was kenny omega against him and kenny omega and hangman page versus chris jericho and sammy Guevara. Uh, sammy g and, and um and kenny omega started off the match with chain wrestling and all that it was pretty good sammy you know pretty much started dominating omega with chops but omega you know with his skills and his wrestling ability he did what he had to do um Pitch, uh, page into the fray and um he started wailing on chris jericho but you know these guys jericho and sammy guerrero worked together very good um because jericho this guy is a methodical wrestling that he he ended up kicking the crap out of page he weighed the boot but you know jericho took control of that match and then um at one point kenny omega was going to do the uh what we call the terminator dive on top of the rope but he got attacked by jake Hager from behind and then after that uh, uh jericho and Guevara took control of the match uh, um, you know at, at, uh, i believe it when omega came back in the ring um he took out Hager and sammy Guevara. Pac ended up interfering in this match because it looked like adam um, adam page was going to do the buckshot and Pac came in and interfering and kick hangman in the nuts and jericho hit the judas effect on hangman and this is the second time hangman gets pinned by jericho and he pins um hangman in that match and jericho and, and Guevara wins that match after the, the uh inner circle decides to attack hangman roll dustin rose um not dustin rose i'm sorry cody rose interferes in that match and it looks like it looked like Jake Hager was about to, um, I think they were gonna round, they were gonna round up, and all of a sudden MJF takes out Hager with a with a chair, and grabs Jericho, throws him in back inside the ring. Cody hits the cross row on Jericho. Uh, Moxley comes out of nowhere. He faces Kenny. Then a problem, a powerful comes out, but then the Young Bucks come out. Omega and Moxley start go, goes all out. They start swinging at each other. It was just chaotic. Um, guys fighting all over at one point Nick Jackson 
jumped off on the top of the uh, the board and landed on top of everybody. Um, but as we can see, that this is going to be crazy coming up on Saturday. Um, I don't know who Jake Hager is going to wrestle. I can see Jake Hager going after wrestling MJF. That could happen. Uh, the Young Bucks versus Proud and Powerful, which is AKA the LAX. That's going to be a sick match. I see the Young Bucks um, losing to uh, Proud and Powerful. And, you know, Inner Circle, none of those guys should lose on Saturday. Um, it should be a domination and a way to start a new year. And, you know, who knows? It, it, it's crazy. But I am very looking forward to watching um, Full Gear. I may not watch it live because I have something to do Saturday night. I will be uh, attending another wrestling event. So I'll probably give you guys my review on the show Monday. Um, I will give you that review Monday. So I'm watching it Sunday when I, you know, when I, when I get up. And I mean, I don't like watching stuff that's been even recorded. I like watching it live, especially when it comes to AEW. But unfortunately, things happen. But my prediction, like I said, um, I know the Jericho versus Cody Rose. I see MJF may get involved and maybe turn it because they've been, uh, they've pretty much been, um, um, how do you say is the word? And teasing that for a while and MJF I mean you guys seen what MJF does uh, the last thing I saw from him that I said yeah he's going to turn when the Diamond Dallas Page came out with Cody, Dustin and MJF, MJF was mocking uh, Diamond Dallas Page about the Diamond Cutter um, then the, like I said Hangman Page against Pac, uh, I see Pac winning that getting Hangman Page more frustrated there could be some heel turn down the line with him um, and at the Sean Spear versus Joey Janela, that's gonna be crazy. I see, I, I think Joey Janela may lose that match. They're gonna start pushing Sean Spears. Uh, the three way tag team that's still up in the up in the air. I don't that could be, I don't see SCU losing that match. I say that right now, something's gonna happen there. Maybe I say probably powerful may come in and interfere in that match. Anything is possible in there. Um, and this this other match, Riho versus Emi Sakara. Don't be surprised if Riho loses the belt. Um, that could happen. Um, unless Kenny Omega doesn't want to lose the belt yet. Because he push, he's pushing Riho hard. So who knows? Um, I don't know if they're going to have a women's match besides the Riho and Sakara match. But who knows? Uh, but, you know, there you go, guys. This is what was going to happen. This is um, Saturday. Don't forget, Saturday full gear, uh, eight o'clock. You, uh, you can check the. Oh, I said this stuff the pre-show at seven, which most of the stuff is pretty good. I just don't hope, hope that's not a uh, boring with the Peter Avalon stuff that they do. I'm not too crazy about that. I feel bad for that guy Peter Avalon because I feel they could push him better than that. That being the librarian, that librarian gimmick is not working. It's not working. It's not doing no favors for him at all. Same thing with Brandon Cutler. Brandon Cutler is another guy. That I think they could push him better. He could be yet yeah, he, he could be in the lower card, but you know this they could do they could work. But again, this only been this um, promotion's been around only if you really think about it, guys. Two months, going from actually one month because of the second or uh, past November second would have made one month. But for thirty days, what we had gotten in six episodes, it has 
been beautiful. I love it. I love the whole thing. I, I wish WWE would do something like that, but they don't. All they, you know, they just get people frustrated. Now with them with dealing with NXT, who knows? It may be better, but again, we're talking about AEW here. AEW has a lot of work to do, especially in the women's division. They need to bring more women in there. More, um, Tania Dashwood is out there. She, you could get her back, but you know WWE is not going to get her. You got Tessa Blanchard out there. I don't know if she's done with Impact, so you could get her. I mean, it's crazy, but, you know, who knows? But, guys, this this is something to look forward to, and especially with 2020 coming, I mean, 2019 coming to an end, but 2020, a new year. We'll see what happens um, when the show comes up Saturday again. I will give you my review on Monday, AEW Full Gear Review, and I'll tell you everything, uh, what I saw, my opinion, it will be something to listen to. Once again, guys, thank you for supporting my podcast. If you guys like what you hear in this podcast, don't um, hesitate to subscribe to my podcast. I am in Apple. I am in Pandora. I am in iTunes Radio, I'm in Spotify, I'm in Stitcher, I'm in Overcast, any any platform that you like listening to podcasts, I am there. Again, the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. Um, you can also find me in Twitter. I have the Chokeslam Wrestling Report on Twitter. Um, also, I will be changing, there's possibly I'm going to be changing my YouTube channel to the same name, the Chokeslam Wrestling Report right now. Is the ultimate one wrestling news. I don't know if I'm going to change it. Most likely I will. That's still in the work. But if you guys want to go to my YouTube channel, you could check it out. I have content there. I have not downloaded videos. Last thing I downloaded was about Finn Balor. But you could check other videos that you may be interested in what I thought, my my, my opinions and my views on certain stuff that happened in the last couple of weeks and what's happened in the last couple of months. Go check it out. You could check my links on top of my youtube channel that's facebook instagram twitter and discord yes discord i and i'm in there also so but the main ones i use is the instagram facebook twitter and again twitter i'm in twitter all the time so guys check it out i hope you like this show tonight um i hope that you guys give me a feedback you can leave voice messages on my on this on the podcast for anchor and or you could just subscribe to my channel subscribe to my channel subscribe to my audio podcast and you'll get to every week new new content and again i thank everybody i thank all the people who are supporting me in the united states on this audio podcast all the people overseas once again i am the ultimate one and this is the chokesland wrestling report and i'll see y'all guys on monday have a good night and God bless.